to I Have a Great Idea, But I'll Never Do It with me, Louise. And me, John. Hey, That's John. right. Hey, Louise. Uh, what is this? What do you mean, what is this? For anybody joining us for the first time. <laughs> this, this is the podcast where Louise take it. We tell each other great ideas that we have. That we're never going to do. Not ever. We're too lazy. It's not always a matter of being lazy. Sometimes it's just a matter of not having the resources, not having the time. Yes. Not living in the right area to make something work. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know either. Yeah. All I know is, is I, I want a secret or whatever other book that you may have read stuff into the universe so that someone makes it. I, I really hope so. I mean, what if like every single thing we've talked about in the past 26 episodes, I know this is episode 27, I think. Uh, what if, and there is, we had to have had a hundred ideas by now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So like, what if like all 100 of those ideas were being like followed through on by like listeners? Oh my God. Some of them I would totally use and by some all of them almost all especially the hummus ones all of the hummus ones oh my god uh i was at my local whole whole foods today brought to you by amazon and i i heard the most incredible thing but it wasn't like something that i could tweet about because it all had to do with the inflection of the the guy's voice but this uh there was like this super crunchy dude that was uh, that like had gone up to a, a Whole Foods employee and I did not hear what they were saying, but I just heard the the Whole Foods employee go, oh, we got hummus. <laughs> 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 it a was great. Aisle. They had well, they have an end cap, at least at my local Whole Foods. Whole Feuds. That's how I just said it. Um, <laughs> the liquid you whole feuds, whole feuds. Uh, but yeah, we got hummus. <laughs> uh, I so, always try to make bets with myself on whether my checkout is going to be a man or a woman. Really? Yeah. Different, different times of day and different whole foods in different areas have chicks or dudes going hmm. aisle one. Aisle 27. Aisle 6. Is that like a New York thing where they have to like say which aisle is open? Like what's the... Oh, yes. <laughs> I just assumed everyone had incredible lines all the time. Uh, no. I w- Ours are I was... color-coded and numbered. Are you kidding me? No. Get it together, New York. <laughs> We have it together. <laughs> That's that New York attitude everyone's heard so much about. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, what's shaking? You, you heard about my day. I went to Whole Foods. What is, what's, your, what's your life like? 
my gosh, I don't even really want to talk about today because there's layers upon layers of it's like an onion of a day where it just it keeps. I'm going to stop you right there and start with my first idea. Oh, okay, cool. Individually wrapped like slices of cheese, slices of onions. Oh, yes. Okay, I know it's wasteful. I'll stop you right there. Uh, perhaps they are compostable. That's a thing. Uh, I the honestly packaging see, you mean? Yeah, like the 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 whatever the slices come in. Okay. When we've talked about onions before, the wet onion situation, you might remember. I, so, oh yeah. Uh, you know it's it's barbecue season. Yes, it and, is. And uh, I, at least for me, sometimes it's just about barbecuing for myself and my wife. And that's it. And if we want to make burgers that have anything on them except for just a bun or or a condiment, then you have to start slicing into some vegetables and or a tomato, which also could work with this. So but like you get into an onion, you make one chop out of it. And then it's like the the majority, 95% of an onion is then just like hanging out. And the chances I'll get to it before it goes bad, maybe. It's possible. A solid maybe. A solid maybe. So let's turn that maybe into an, uh, a, a pool of a ideas. Onion. Uh, um, well, that's all right. No, we'll taken. spell it differently. <laughs> P-H... Uh, F Y U Y N O N. And anyway, uh, yeah. So just like I for those it. times when you just need like a couple little rings of onion. Mm-hmm. I like I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't pass up on the perfect segue. No, that was like serendipitous. That was, and I promise you that that was a pre thought out idea. That is, that's just us being like, Good buds and best friends club club and (laughs) (laughs) just knowing what what's in the river of ideas. Yeah. um, But I apologize because I totally stepped on you talking about your onion of layers of a day. No, that that was perfect because I was actually thinking perfect. I don't have to accidentally keep talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I was Uh, also going to say, like piggybacking on the single serving onion. um, uh Sometimes I want to make an omelet. But mm-hmm. I don't need the whole onion. I just want onions yeah. in the omelet. So a single serving, you could like even quick dice and then have just enough for one mm-hmm. omelet. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that I fall victim to creating a lot of food waste because I just am unable to get to things before they go bad. There's a lot of strategic Maybe that could be maybe that could be a new app or something like strategic zero waste where yeah you you know that you can put those onions in with some mustard seeds and dill and vinegar and make some really cool pickles or you can chop up the rest of that onion and also that leftover chicken and make celery 
chicken salad. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't re, see. Re, it's like, re, for those of re, you that re, don't rewind, know, we're recording we're this like kind of late. What? Rewind, we're lazy. <laughs> we're not doing that. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I try so hard every week to not have a ton of stuff to compost because I'm yeah. really big into composting. But in New York City, where I we've, am, we've gone over this. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've gone over this. Part of me is always like, I'm composting and doing good because I'm not throwing it away. And then I'm like, well, still should probably be eating this. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, there could also be like half an onion rat. Half an onion rat. Yeah. Half an onion on Twitter. Do you follow that guy? No. <laughs> yeah, that guy, he started a Twitter or she, it, the half an onion, uh, around the election mm-hmm. to try to get more followers than someone and tweets funny things. Anyway. Okay. All right. Half an onion. It's a little bit of a plug. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you're welcome. Half an onion. <laughs> For all those new followers you're about to get. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what's your life been like idea-wise the past couple of weeks? Okay, I was re-inspired. If I had this idea already, I apologize. But I was re-inspired over the weekend about filters. Mm-hmm. It's not like a new idea or an invention or an app. It's just upgrading the features format. I like to self-soothe when I go to sleep with a little Pinterest. The the most recent board that I've created is called Just Flamingo For It. And it's a board with all sorts of flamingo stuff. I think my favorite thing that I pinned is a flamingo stool. So it's a three-legged thing, but there's two actual legs and then the flamingo's head goes down for the other leg of the stool and it's pink. What? Not, not flamingo duty. Flamingo duty. Flamingo stool. Forget it. Oh, I quit. It's been a long day. I told you it was an onion day. I quit. I quit. This is the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. No. So anyway, I self-soothe and sometimes I like to look at quotes when it's not flamingos and some of them are like, it's not an alarm clock. It's an opportunity clock. Um, Because if you think about words and how important they are, alarm is a really intense word for the way that you're waking up. It's true. It's true. It's never really... Hmm? I, I don't know. The word alarm itself, granted, it means something that, you know, but the word itself, it's got a nice mouthfeel. It yeah. doesn't sound offensive. Yeah. So I'm not too wigged out by it. What are those it. called? Onomatopoeias when the thing sounds like yeah, what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, hmm. Anyway, so as I'm looking at quotes, other than things that are flamingos or whatever, I will occasionally get, and when I was walking on the sand, I turned around and there were one set of footprints because Jesus carried me. And I want, and so I also look up recipes online sometimes, and I would like to put different filters such as 
No bananas. Okay. I don't want anything that ever has to do with a banana ever unless it's fashion. And I don't want anything that has to do with Jesus ever. Not even Jesus fashion. I don't want any of that. So I want to be able to say like inspiring quotes, not religious. Uh, Okay. I don't use a t-shirt with a banana on it could be really great. Okay. Got it. I don't use Pinterest, but there's no way to, there's no sort of filters like that. You can't. There is only one way that I know of, and it is to report a pin and you can flag it as inappropriate. You can flag it as like offensive. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's another one that says like does not pertain or I don't know. I'll have to look it up again, but it's like something and it's like on every single pin I'm, that I don't like, I'm going to go through the extra three steps of flagging it and telling Pinterest why. Got it. That seems obnoxious, but I wish yeah. I could just set that filter because I'm trying to do meatless Mondays just generally. You don't oh, need nice. to like, you know, whatever. But a lot of substitute in the vegan world is. Just put a banana in it. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. take all the bananas away. <laughs> I'm not passionate about it, though. Got it. <laughs> so that uh, was an idea. Just upgraded filters. I don't know if I've ever said that out loud before. I just thought it. Uh, all right. That's just a that's just a thing. People of Pinterest, if you're listening. And I don't even filters. think I'm using Pinterest correctly. I think that it's just. Something I do at night because I deleted Facebook from my phone because it's Ooh. it got depressing. I didn't like it. I wanted to not front. I mean, we've been through that, too. Yeah. Ugh. Just scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> uh, let me see. What else do I? Yeah, I've got my vacuum sealed single serve onion slices. Oh, you uh, didn't say they were vacuum sealed. Oh, well, I don't know. That's just the way I wrote them down. They don't they don't have to be vacuum sealed, but just like with the air removed. I'm like oh, getting oh. attacked right now by my dog. Are you for real? Well, a lick like, attack. L- oh, a lick attack. Roland's a good dude. He is a good dude. I don't know what he needs, though, because I fed him. <laughs> oh, well, all right. He just wants your attention. Yeah. He he's wants like, to be on the podcast. He's like, I want to be part. Yeah, I want to be part of the podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, that guy. So I, this doesn't uh, segue as fluidly as uh, as as it did earlier, but I had a thought. Okay. So we're trying to move away from stuff, right? We want Ooh, everything. On our, we want everything on our phones. You can you can do everything on your phones. Uh, you can pay for things with your telephone, which is pretty cool. That's crazy. That's how I pay for a lot of most things. And sometimes we try to go even further from that and leave our phones at home. Oh, cool! It can tie in kind of like your taking facebook off your phone thing i don't know yeah but people you know maybe like want to say like you know what i'm leaving my phone at home today 
and they leave the house with nothing but their keys. But then they're like, oh, man, I got to pay for this coffee somehow, but I don't have my phone or my wallet to like pay for stuff. But now credit cards pretty much all have those chips on them. So what if we could have and maybe they're already this already exists, but credit cards that are like those little keychain tags with the chip on them. I like it. I like it. I mean, cutting I got- down on the clutter. Nobody's swiping anymore. Well, you guys aren't. Oh, are you still swiping? Um, New York, get it together. Whoa. Um, it does not matter. Like some people put tape over the chip reader because everybody tries to stick it in the chip reader and they're like, no, you have to swipe. Or there's other places that like, um, you can do the chip, you can do the swipe, but you can't tap. Oh. You know how some of them have like yeah. the tap option? And I'm like, it's all the same. Why is this like, and sometimes it's drugstores or taxi cabs or whatever, but six, one, half a dozen of the other, because one, one taxi will let you chip it. Another taxi won't let you chip it. So, you know what? I feel like we're on the verge and we haven't had one in a while, but I feel like we're on the verge of a classic Louise rant. (laughs) And it's just part of my onion day. (laughs) There's just things about this city that I, that I love. And then there are things about the city that I don't know why we're not innovative. Like I know hidden gems are becoming fewer and fewer and fewer in favor of Walgreens and McDonald's and Mm -hmm. I mean, not McDonald's, um, what's an up and comer, (laughs) Chipotle, um, <laughs> that old up and comer. I don't the know. Underdog. Certainly not McDonald's, not in New York anyway. They're all closing. Um, Are they really? I think yeah, half. Whoa. Yeah, that's huge. Gonzo, um, or banks? I don't know. Like I miss all the mom and pop stuff. We, I just was away for the weekend for a wedding in Virginia beach. First time to Virginia beach, by the way. And, um, there was, and maybe I was doing it wrong, but I was looking on Yelp and I was looking on Foursquare. I almost said Facebook, Jesus. (laughs) And it was like things that were rated five stars, Starbucks, Panera. And I was like, get out of here. No, I'm not going to those places. And I was like, where are all the mom and pop? Where is all that stuff? I don't want to go there. I will say. I don't know how I turned from New York to Virginia Beach, but I think it was just like <laughs> the things that I love about New York. Uh-huh. So you feel like. Like cash only bars are mm-hmm. super obnoxious, but those are also probably the bars that are like old that's true you're kind of uh contradicting yourself there a little yeah, bit <laughs> yeah that's what i it's so it's tough okay so what you're what if if i'm following what you're saying is that new york has gone from a place where there has been let's say equal parts 
uh, hidden gems, mom and pop places, uh, and also like the super everything is out there, like McDonald's stuff. And now it's kind of funneling down into a little middle area where it's like not so much McDonald's. It's gone down to being places that are like, you know, a little bit better than McDonald's, but still fast food and fewer of those mom and pop places. It's just kind of becoming its own little Virginia beach of just Starbucks I, I I can't speak for Virginia Beach truly, truly, because like I said, it was my first time there and I was kind of preoccupied because I had a rehearsal dinner and a wedding to go to. But uh-huh. but it made me feel like maybe they didn't have Starbucks or Panera for a really long time. And then they were like, we got one. We're moving up in the world because <laughs> I, I'm from Iowa. Anybody tuning in for the first time. And we did not have anything like everything was mom and pop. Yeah. I had one McDonald's in my whole town. Um, anyway, yeah. the point is, um, maybe they just like didn't have it forever and now they do have it. So they feel super special. I don't know. Nothing against Starbucks either. I just wanted to go to like a tiny. Right. When I go fo- to a new place, I like to go to like, I want to see what that place is really like. The locals. Yeah. The locals, I guess. Yeah. I don't want to walk into a place where I've been like, I know this smell. This is the way all of these places smell. Yeah. And they do. They all have a smell to them. Mm hmm. Target has a very specific smell. The Starbucks inside of a Target has that Starbucksy smell. And somehow there's like a wall of aroma. It's kind of like a weird almost like moldy aroma. Ew. I don't know. I don't. That's the Seattle part. That's all the rain. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's just mildewy. They pipe that in. Yeah, it's atmospheric (laughs) scent. And they they put it there. No, I love New York. It's just Just, like Pike Place Market, right? Totally. I don't know. That's how they sound. That's how they talk in Seattle. (laughs) That's just how they talk in every Starbucks. (laughs) Smells like Seattle. Um, yeah, no, I, I love, I love New York. I just, I want us to do cool things. Here's another thing. Okay. Chris sent me, um, Chris is my person. Your boo. My boo. Um, sent me this article about this building that was, who knows if it'll actually be built, but it was a rendering Mm-hmm. graphic rendering of this building that would be the longest skyscraper instead of the tallest. And it looked like a paperclip and it was going to be in some, one of the neighborhoods in central park South because there's this horrible, horrible, horrible Nordstrom building. That is like a matchstick. Uh-huh. And I, Hate it. If you couldn't tell by that triple horrible, it's ugly. It's stupid. It's too tall. It ruins that part of the park for me. Gross. I hate it. However, in this graphic rendering of this paperclip world's longest skyscraper, because you, you you follow the curvature down or whatever. I was like, Ooh, you know, part of me 
really hates this. Do not mess with something that's like beautiful and not broken. But then I was Mm -hmm. like, but it's New York and it's ever changing. And why shouldn't we have the world's longest skyscraper? Because that could be a cool new thing for us to have. And why is everybody so resistant to change? And I hate change. Like I had this again, like pull with myself where. But therein lies the question. And I think it's also kind of the, the point of this podcast, but is making the world's longest skyscraper innovation just for the sake of having innovation or is there a purpose to it? I don't, I don't think there's a purpose. And what's the significance of the paperclip? I don't know. That's just what I said it looked like. Oh, okay. It's not intentionally designed to look no. like a paperclip. No, but Got it was it. like a sky. Well, you know how like the St. Louis arch yes. sort of like looks. We've been there. Oh! Well, we haven't been there there, but we've been but we've, to St. Louis together. That's right. Um, that has a different curvature of this building was like, it went up, it turned, it came down. Please send me a link to this. Okay. I'm very curious about this. Uh, that is interesting. That seems like someone's just being like, well, we're going to have the first ever super long building. Like, I don't know. I know. I felt the same thing. I was like, at first I was like, no, I hate it. No, it's ugly. No, because all of those buildings on Central Park South are at least the ones that you can see from um, Sheep's Meadow, which is like in the 60s in the park. You can like mm-hmm. look south and see. Uh it's kind of art deco-y. It kind of sometimes makes me feel like old newspapers. Uh, they're not that tall. But, I mean, they're tall for people who don't see tall buildings all the time. Right, but, yeah. But they're not that tall skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. And then this, like, dumb new building that's just, I mean, it is a matchstick. That's what it looks uh. like. It's ugly and it does not fit in there and it's because you're working with the plaza on one corner and like anyway but then I was like why am I so resistant to change maybe this paperclip world's longest skyscraper would be really cool (laughs) I'll send you the article please do uh I apologize to anybody who thinks that this is just going to be wall-to-wall ideas but I've got some bad news for you we're real people with real thoughts and opinions yeah and uh, I'm I'm kind of glad that I just pulled the uh, the ripcord on that Louise rant. <laughs> I could tell that you had one in you. It was bottled. It was bottled. Uh, I got some more ideas if you want to hear them. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Okay. Um, one idea. Um, now that I'm about to say it out loud, though, and this happens with all my ideas, I think of them, I go, "That's great," and I put it in my phone, and then I look uh, at it later, and I'm like, "Uh, I don't know," but it's a It's a little elastic loop that maybe goes in the seam of your V-neck. And it's a place for you to hook your sunglasses. Hmm. Uh, Leg, arm, what are those called? Arm. Arm. Your sunglasses, whatever, thing behind your ear. Um, If you have to go in a public bathroom, like I said, I went to Virginia Beach. I had my sunglasses on. We had to stop at a rest stop to go to the bathroom. That's a six and a half hour drive from New York, if anybody wondered. And I was like, oh, I don't have enough hands. There's no hook for me to put my like small wristlet hand thing. But I also don't really want to sit on this toilet. So now I'm like perched, squatting, 
peeing over this toilet because I don't want it to touch my butt, holding yeah. on to my sunglasses and my cell phone and my wallet like uh, a tiny squirrel. And <laughs> I'm like hoping none of it falls on the floor. And I was like, oh, because my I have a tiny head, too. I think people maybe <laughs> with huge heads don't have this problem. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, I should like put it. If I put it on top of my head and I am squatting over it, there's a chance my glasses could fall on the floor. Uh-huh. But if I had a little special loop that like locked it in, that was just there whether I used it or not. Yeah. Can I, uh, may I piggyback for a moment? Yeah. But then I thought if if that's there, are people that really hate tags going to hate it? Right. So that was, yeah. but yeah, piggyback, what's up? All right. So this would have to be an extremely foldable type of thing. Something that you could put in a, you know, a wallet or, you know, a pocket or something like that. I suppose if you have like a purse or something, that's less important, but, uh, either a little hook or a magnet that can go onto the door of a, um, public restroom stall that has a little like net on it, a little like pouch so that you could put your stuff in it. It's Mm -hmm. not touching anything suspect. And it's just kind of like hanging out there. I like it. And then to piggyback on that, dishwasher safe. Because let's say it does touch something. Yes. You don't want to spend all your time cleaning some like magnetic, I don't know, pouch. So you just throw that in the dishwasher. Also, I Can you put magnets in the dishwasher? Maybe you can't. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't. Well- then here Don't try is, this at home. I'm going to then piggyback off of this piggyback off of this piggyback. <laughs> so what, many piggybacks. What if there could be some sort of uh, container that can go inside of a dishwasher that you can put those items that aren't dishwasher safe into? Because honestly, everything should be dishwasher safe. Everything should be. Yeah. I not mean, live creatures, not live creatures. But just in case anybody things. wondered. Yeah, things, just things. Uh, there's, I mean, not like giant pots and pans that have coatings on them and stuff like that. But and not electronics. And not electronics. Not going to put my microphone in the dishwasher. No, but maybe you could. But everything else. Everything else. Yeah. Everything else. Clothing. I don't know. Has anyone tried that? Oh, my God. New York City is going to be revolutionized because <laughs> many of us have dishwashers, but none of us have washers and dryers. That is an interesting thought. Huh? Mm hmm. I don't know what the mechanics are like inside of a dishwasher. Um, I Yes. And that is in the center. If we're talking like you know, uh, from top to bottom, that's kind of in the center, but maybe if there's something like the bottom rack can come out and you can put in a different rack that has some sort of casing on it or some sort of control. Maybe the mesh is like a little finer. So there, so that if something did fall, it didn't get in the fan blade. Yeah. And instead of putting in, you have a weird look on your face. What's up? Roland just like almost jumped up as if he wanted to look out the window. He's like standing with his hands on the windowsill, his hands, mm-hmm. his paws. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know what he's doing. 
Let me just get him a toy that I think he wants, and then he can self-soothe with his artichoke. Hold on. <laughs> well, Louise is uh, self-soothing Roland with his artichoke. Um, I would like to just talk about artichokes for a second. I think that there needs to be some sort of innovation that makes them uh, easier to eat because they're kind of a pain in the ass. Hey, Louise, how's it going? Hey, and we're back. <laughs> Yesterday, he was getting really into his artichoke. He has an artichoke. Okay. And he, like, self-soothes, like, just chews it forever, but, like, not in a destructive way, just in a, I'm going to chew this What thing is this off. artichoke made of? Um, plastic, dog plastic. Okay. I just is- needed to have the picture painted. Similar to this mustache, <laughs> but shaped like an artichoke. Um, anyway, I just got Chris Daisy took it away a, from uh, him and he, go ahead. I just got Daisy a Kong Wubba. She doesn't <gasps> know what to do with it. I love Kong Wubbas. She does not know what to do with it, but she likes things that she can carry around, but I don't think that she is comfortable with it yet. If uh, Kong Wubbas float. I know we don't really have any place for it to float around in, but a kiddie pool. Well, we don't have that. We don't even have a yard. Oh, I didn't or, know that. Well, we do, but it's not like, I guess we could put a kid. But anyway, that's a completely different. Anyway, thing. Chris took away the artichoke last night and put it on the mantle behind the TV. And he's been sitting on a poof, like a <laughs> living room. Yeah. Poof. And like looking up at it. And then he went to like look out the window. And I think he was just trying to get at that artichoke. And now he's happy. He just really likes it, huh? Well, I'll try to see if I can. Where is that guy? Uh, Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. He that's exactly what he needed. I can. Is he just like slobbering on it? It looks like he's just resting his face on it. Mm-hmm. Chris <laughs> hates that. What? Why? I think that he thinks that it's weird. Roland's a weird dude. I think a lot of dogs have a lot weirder neuroses than road ro- dog sucking on his artichoke. Yeah. Slobbering all over it. <laughs> I love that it's an artichoke. He also has a strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Fruits and veggies. That's right. Uh... I would like to pivot and let's talk about our challenges from last episode. Okay. Do you want to know? First of all, I'm going to go first. Okay. Do you want to know? I gave myself a sub challenge inside the challenge (sighs) and it was write down your first idea and let it go. Because Ooh. I feel like always on the challenges, I'm like, you always and have then five this. of them. And yeah. So this time I was like, <laughs> take your first, take your first and let it go. Uh huh. All right. Cool. Um, what did I challenge you to? Frames. Uh, frames. Right. Frames and art. Let's hear it. It's a doozy. So it's animal. Balloon art, but that's the frame. You have like the one long balloon and you <laughs> twist the corners and put the like, <laughs> picture, your artwork behind it. And, and it sort of hangs lightly on the wall with static electricity. Oh, cool. So it's just like temporary art. Yeah. Being framed by balloon art. Itself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I wanted to think of more and then I was like, 
write down your first one and let it go. Uh, I actually, I thought of one also. For um, my challenge? I did. Nice. Not, not because I was trying to like step on your toes or anything, but it just kind of happened. Well, I thought maybe you were going to say you thought about it because you didn't know which challenge you had challenged me to. So you thought no, of I answers knew. for well, both I, challenges. I didn't remember, but I I thought of this a while ago. So uh, I work at a museum, a really fantastic one. It's very cool. A lot of art is hanging everywhere. It's a museum. It's an art museum. And I see a lot of frames. And I try to hang some stuff up around my house, in my office, and it is a pain in the patootie to try to find the right size frame for a lot of artwork. And I have certain things that are just like sitting there loosey-goosey because I don't have a frame to put them in, and I don't just want to like tack them to the wall or anything. And custom frames are really expensive. Custom frames are really expensive. And Which is why the balloon ones were so... Yeah, those are inexpensive. Those are versatile. They can be any size. Yeah. So... Color. Yeah. So one, one I shape. feel like the kinds of frames that I like are very plain. Uh, do you have um, Aaron Brothers out in New York? It was in L.A. I don't know if they have them in a lot of other places, but it's just a frame store and they have their own like maker label or whatever. Uh, and one of the designs is called like the signature series and it's very plain and it's just you can have there's like black, brown or white and they're very plain and clean lines and they they look good and they hold up well and they're good. Um my idea does not take into consideration the glass size, but uh, my idea has to do with the frame itself. Uh, but adjustable length frames that, you know, they connect at the corners, like yeah. they can snap in or something or fit into grooves, but they, the rest of them just like kind of telescope out. And I mean, maybe it's like, there's a center part that's either thicker to cover the things. So it's more symmetrical. It's not just like, uh, like a tension rod or something where there's the fat end and the skinny end, but you know, or a telescope where there's a fat end and a yeah. skinny end and a or skinny I'm end. I'm thinking of also those, uh, old school children's like connect where there's like yeah. those spokes and you could like, if you needed it longer, you could have like rod wheel, rod right. wheel and if you needed another rod wheel and like yeah. the wheels around the corner all that's like not as plain as a telescoping but sure. then maybe like lego style where if you needed it to be wider you just added more pieces in Ooh, making frames out of legos that's good that could be interesting i mean i'm sure i'm sure someone's already, done that i i just i'm sorry i disappointed myself just now that i thought of another idea <laughs> no it's okay that's the point of the podcast. I already know. It's just ideas. Innovation for the sake of just being innovative, right? Oh, my God. What if they're magnetic? Ooh. Yeah, that's even better because then you're not going to, you'll, you'll barely see any seams. There'll be no width difference. Ooh, that's even better and so yeah. modular. Speaking <laughs> of modular, you want to hear my 
a challenge idea? Yeah. So my my thing was refrigerator storage. It was. So I know that when we recorded the other episode, the last episode, you did make a mention of, you know, not have of having to like take stuff out and not wanting to have to like do that to but maybe it wouldn't be such a big deal if the shelves were a little bit easier to work with. So what if the inside of your refrigerator was just completely modular and you had like slots across the top, bottom and sides and you just have, you just like slide in the different like trays that you want to use and or, or the vertical slats to kind of divide things up and you can make like small little cubby holes to be like, this is where I will line up my uh, three cans of sodi pop that I am allowing myself to drink for the week. And this is where I'm going to have, you know, I have this one uh, Tupperware container that I put my, you know, I don't know, macaroni and cheese in. And that's I'm going to make a slot that's just the size of that. So that, that has its home right there. And you can just kind of, you know, design how you want it to work out yourself. And like we could even get fancy and there this I mean the refrigerator would have to be able to do this, but uh where each one could have different like types of temperature control. Um Whoa. I don't know. That's just like, like zones. Really but just like zones, you know? Do you want to know something? Yes. First of all, I love it. It's super <laughs> neat, super organized, super customizable. Yes. I love it. Second, this is, I had an idea also for this, uh, which is super weird that we almost never think of our own answers to our own challenges, <laughs> but, and I don't know how well it would work, but it's the way most closets start of a certain era of home building where there's the door to the closet and then this really, really deep shelf. And I guess mm. deep enough that you'd have to have the width of a hanger. But yeah. it's like usually double or triple or quadruple that. Or at least maybe the, the apartments that I've lived in where you have to go through the first rod to get to the second rod of hanging clothes. Huh. And then it's like dark and because the shelf is too deep to use all the way to the back. Or maybe it's uh -huh. just my front closet and my bedroom closet in this current apartment and then one in my home in Iowa. But most fridges are built the same way in that the door is super thin and then the rest of the fridge is so cavernous. Mm. What if you had a fridge that was equal parts depth, but the door opened that was half the width of the fridge. So you're not rearranging, you're not reaching in mm -hmm. as far because you'll hit the back of the fridge, but then the door is wider. So the door okay. is not just for condiments. The door is also for other. Oh, I, I don't see. know if I'm explaining this. So, really okay. Well. So it's kind of like a book and you open up the yes. book exactly from the center. Yes. Yeah. That's a better way to explain it. I know this causes a little bit of problem with pizza boxes, but let me get into this Which next Which is thing. one of the things that you mentioned in the last episode. It is. And here's the thing that I've been thinking about. 
Maybe Scott can chime in if he's got any yeah. ideas. We but know you're listening, Scott. We know you What's are. What's up, dude? Hey, brother. Um, who doesn't eat enough pizza that the whole pizza box has to go in the fridge? This is true. I know when I order a pizza to my home, I'm at least eating half of that pizza by myself. Ooh. No matter the size of the pizza that I order, oh, yeah. I'm fully eating half of that pizza. At least. So if there's a way to make that giant box half that size, yeah. Okay. I don't need it to be so, all right. a giant shelf shape of my refrigerator. All right, Scott, because we know you're listening. Scott of Scott's Pizza Tours. Uh, talk to your pizza box people and... I know the Get green box. Innovate. Well, green like box ha- no that has like the perforation thing down because you can like pop out like little plates and whatever. Yeah, so like make it so that there's like a perforated line that you can just like go rip, 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 and it like and then goes in down. half and you can fold it. Yeah, so it's just a half of the a square. Yes. Because, I mean, and I don't mean to judge anybody and I, I'm going to be the first one to say that America has like an obesity problem. But you personally who is don't ordering though. a pizza and eating one slice and then putting 80% of the pie or more yeah. back in the fridge? Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> and if you are, yeah. you got to reevaluate. If you are, call 304-804-IDEA and tell us why you are an insane person who only eats one slice of pizza. I just, I mean, it's like that famous, famous quote. Any size pizza can be a personal pizza. It's true. If you just believe in yourself. It's true. Also, did we have any calls? I didn't even check. No. So you know what? What? Two. Count it. Two. Separate listeners this week told me they would call with their idea. They're liars. <gasps> Let me, I mean, I, you know what I did is I actually went on, well, I went on my telephone and I called the number and I left a message just to see if something would happen and Nothing. If you, I mean, something would happen like you would be lightning well, bolts I, of an idea in well, the middle no, no, of the no, phone no, call. To see if like I just am not getting notifications or if it's like oh, not working. Oh, because I have notifications too set up and it didn't come to me. Yeah, because I was like, maybe it's just not working. But then I did it and it totally worked. All right, let's see. Uh, all right. Bear with me here while I... Bear with me. <laughs> be with me tonight. That's just a throwback to Bare Naked Ladies for anybody who. All right. It's so, like, what song is she singing? Great idea. Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Nope. Uh, the last, the only voicemail is uh, me saying this is a test to see if this is actually working. Um, oh, there's something from Scott from May 5th, but I don't know if we. Cinco de Mayo. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if we played this one. I'll take a look at that later. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll Come save on. it. Come on, guys, put your money you where know, your mouth I is. Definitely did the fingers in the ears was like la 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 la. Don't 
don't just yeah. 304 804 idea and like they were like I'm gonna call I'm gonna call I'm gonna call I have I've thought about it for a really long time I'm gonna call all right so let's uh let's talk about challenges for the next episode okay do you have anything I'm gonna ask to think about it real quick <laughs> <laughs> all right because here's the thing i thought that i had an idea and then i realized as i had it that it's already a thing okay my challenge for you is braces Ooh, a jaw drop a jaw drop oh my god braces okay <laughs> okay I just have, I just, I mean, okay. In preparation for my second favorite holiday, Mm -hmm. I'm going to need some firework alternative Mm. that can be enjoyed by the whole family in a celebratory way that is pet friendly. Ooh, that is a tough one. Can it just be pizza? Okay, okay pizza. Artichokes. Artichokes. <laughs> well, right. I, I think of this because my mom's dog is having a really hard time mm. in Iowa with all of the backyard fireworks that yeah. are happening. So. Yeah. Daisy doesn't do well with fireworks either. Rodog's not too bad. He, I don't think he loves them, but he's not mm-hmm. too bad. He's actually a lot better outside where it's louder, but he can really? see what's happening. Interesting. I know. Sometimes like, I feel like Daisy doesn't. Well, first of all, she hears things that I cannot hear at all. But I'm also wondering if like she smells the like gunpowder, whatever it is. That's, sulfur or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if she can smell that and that's making her crazy. Maybe we should change this challenge and it should be firework ear protection for your canine buddies. Have we never talked about this before? Mm. (laughs) Okay. Have we talked about it? I feel like we've, we've broached the subject of fireworks and dogs, but maybe not. We could do it again. If this we, is if like we a have. metaphor for my life right now. No oh boy, no <laughs> oh boy. The onion layers. Ugh. The onion layers. <laughs> I mean, for anybody who's super, super curious, I just had to spend like two and a half hours at Bergdorf's and I had this realization why I hated stores like that. And it's because I never feel like I can buy anything in them. And it's because I can't. But I, I had to do some returns mm-hmm. and it was past the 60 days. And I don't mm. understand how some rules apply to some people, but not others. And that made me frustrated. However, I did get the job done. And then my mom was like, maybe you're just really super jealous of rich people. And I was like, no, because I think rich people might look at cooking their own food for themselves and think, why do I have to do this labor? And sometimes I'm like, I'm super creative and doing this thing for myself. That's really fun. Uh-huh. And it's just a different way to think about it. But, um, then after that, I had to go work my work study sort of type kind of job Mm -hmm. and everything is maximum high priority. And I just wanted to be like, none of this matters. That's all. I mean, it really wasn't that intense of an onion day. 
I just made it more intense than it was because that's just how I roll. You just needed a little bit of, of podcasting to kind of wind down. Yeah. It's your artichoke. It's my artichoke. Enjoy your soothing all artichoke. of the soothing, self-soothing. <laughs> you would be uh, really surprised by all of the beautiful flamingo stuff that I have seen. Send me some flamingo stuff. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing some flamingo stuff. I, uh, the flamingo. Flamingo is, for it. <laughs> the flamingo is my preferred, uh, sleeping leg position. It's, it's like, uh, it's like a four. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> wow. If I'm laying you know on my, my back, like sleep- I noticed that my legs go into like flamingo mode. Nice. My preferred sleep style is corpse with a pillow under my, under my like, uh, calf. Interesting. So corpse, like like, arms crossed. Sometimes I'll do that, (laughs) but I got to tell you sometimes, especially when I have a cell phone. Uh huh. For those of you who aren't like wondering what that silence is, I'm miming it. My hands fall asleep because I'm laying on my Uh. back and my blood is coming out (laughs) of my fingers. And then I'm like, ah, and it gets tingly. (laughs) So sometimes I have to just like really stretch out really corpsey because <laughs> fall asleep. So uh, if anybody wants to see what we're up to and we actually get on it, you can follow us at Great Idea Pod across all social media platforms. If you're uh, laying in bed trying to get to sleep and your fingers haven't gone numb, uh, then, you know, check us out. See what we've got going on on Instagram and Twitter and whatever. And Heck yeah. Oh, uh, can I tell you a quick story about uproar? Uproar. A little uproar news. A little uproar. I mean, it was a roar of some kind. So on this car ride to Virginia Beach, Chris and I had a lot to talk about. And I don't know how we got on the subject, but we were talking about the roaring 20s. And I was like... <laughs> Because people had things to roar against. And he was like, people had things to roar for. It was Uh like, we're going to party. We're roaring. And I was like, oh, because in my head, I was like, we're going to get the right to vote. I don't know what this voice (laughs) is I'm doing tonight, but it's like every voice I've had. But um, I was like, because people are angry. And he's like, because people are having fun. And I was like, huh. It's just a matter of, pers- you know what? That's the male perspective. Because everything is great. Because everything is great when you're a man. And Maybe. when you're a woman, there's a lot to roar about. That's right. Although, then I, then I thought of um, that, that, I almost said Black Eyed Peas, but it's definitely not Black Eyed Peas. I think it's just Fergie. But it's the little party never killed nobody. Like the, the breakout song of the great Gatsby movie starring oh, Leonardo right. DiCaprio. And I was like, oh, I guess it is a little party. Huh. <laughs> huh. And then I, I but in the middle of it, I was like, we should talk about this on Uproar, about how we think the Roaring Twenties is a <laughs> different thing. But he's right. It is a party. Well, but it's also angry. I'm right, too. We're both right. Yeah. So go People see Wonder Woman in theaters. that their alcohol was taken from them. That's another thing. Yeah. That was the same time, though, right? Sure. Prohibition? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, around there. <laughs> around there. This is, it's, yeah, 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 history is all about who's telling it. That's true. Um, 
speaking of history, uh, for anybody who's keeping score on the Louise and John podcast universe, uh, the upcoming podcast, Louise at to Beaver, uh, is it's coming soon. We've got things cooking. We're just working out some technical stuff. Uh, but believe you me, it's going to be happening. Um, because Louise and I have never really watched Leave It to Beaver. And I've um, seen five minutes at a time of yeah. random episodes. I certainly haven't seen an entire episode. Oh, no, me either. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take that and journey together. And I'm just together. excited to say the beave. The beave. I'm be super excited to do it. Okay, cool. Uh so, yeah, that's what's going on, everybody, in the world of great ideas that we're never going to do. Tell us your great ideas. 304-804-IDEA. Greatideapod at gmail.com. We want to hear from y'alls. Hello. Hello. Bye. Bye. Don't see it happening. <laughs>